this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. First aid methods all of us do wrong. Knowing basic first aid methods is very important, but it's crucial to perform them correctly. Did you know that hydrogen peroxide and iodine could be dangerous for you? Here are several of the most widely spread mistakes people make when performing first aid. Putting a spoon into the mouth of a person having a seizure. Pulling his or her tongue can also be dangerous. Why? When in a fit, a person can swallow or choke on an object placed in their mouth to protect the tongue. A person may start shaking uncontrollably and even go purple, but seizures are self-limiting and the body is incapable of doing much harm to itself. What should you do? Just call a doctor and make sure the person is safe from external harm and is breathing comfortably. It's impossible to swallow your tongue, and biting it isn't dangerous. After the seizure ends, lay the person on their side. Cardiac compressions can lead to lung damage. Cardiac compressions can easily result in broken ribs, which may severely damage the lungs and heart. You should only do cardiac compressions if you're sure the person has no pulse, isn't breathing, and there's no doctor around. While one person is calling an ambulance, another does heart compressions with the rhythm of 100 per minute, to the beat of staying alive by the Bee Gees. For babies, you should do it with your fingers and in another rhythm. The mouth-to-mouth resuscitation should be performed when the heart is going. Another option is to do 30 compressions and two breaths and then repeat. Paracetamol may lead to liver issues. Paracetamol or acetaminophen relieves pain and inflammation and it is a part of many modern drugs. Keep in mind that its overdose may cause liver and kidney failure. What should you do? Just measure the dose carefully. The maximum single dose for adults is 1 gram, or 4 grams per day. Acetaminophen is present in many drugs, especially anti-flu ones, so combining medications can lead to an overdose and its consequences. Throwing back your head or lie on your back with a nosebleed. If you do this, the blood pressure in your head rises. You can't know how bad the bleeding episode is, so the blood can get into your lungs or cause vomiting. To do it right, 
hold your head upright to reduce pressure. Apply a cold pack and then close either nostril with your fingers for 15 minutes. Do the same for the other while breathing with your mouth. If the bleeding doesn't stop, repeat. If it persists even then, or if an injury causes it, call an ambulance. Pulling a road accident victim from the car. Most deaths in road accidents occur because of neck and spine injuries. The slightest move in an attempt to help a victim may kill them or render them paralyzed. If a person is injured with a risk of head, neck, or spine trauma, for example, they don't feel their limbs, but there's no blood, call an ambulance. Also, watch the victim's breathing until the doctors arrive. Taking vomit-inducing drugs in case of severe poisoning. Emetic drugs can cause an esophageal burn and make way for poisoned vomit into the lungs. What should you do? In a suspected poisoning, call an ambulance, describe the symptoms and a probable source of poisoning, and write down the prescribed actions. Don't try to assess the danger yourself or seek advice on the internet. Drug overdoses or alcohol intoxication may be as hazardous as a glass of gasoline drunk in a gulp. Without qualified help, the victim may die within an hour. Applying a tourniquet to stop bleeding. An incorrectly applied tourniquet may result in excess limb pressure and can lead to amputation. It doesn't stop the bleeding but prevents blood circulation which leads to necrosis. To do it right, apply a large amount of sterile gauze or clean cloth to the wound and press tightly. This should be enough until the ambulance arrives. The only exception is a serious bleeding where the risk of death is higher than that of losing a limb. Curing wounds with hydrogen peroxide and iodine can be dangerous. Peroxide destroys connective tissue cells, preventing the wound from healing. Iodine and alcohol burn healthy cells and can induce pain, shock, and burns if applied to a wound. To do it right, wash the wound with clear drinking water or boiled water, and then apply a healing ointment with an antibiotic. A band-aid or bandage should not be applied unless necessary. Otherwise, the wound will get wet and take longer to heal. If you're bitten by a snake or a venomous insect, don't suck out the venom. The venom mixes with your saliva and makes itself a new target of your mucous membrane. This will accelerate the poisoning and can result in lung edema and heart failure. So, if you're bitten in a limb, lie down so the damaged area is below the heart. Call an ambulance, describe what bit you, and drink a lot. Also, keep in mind that you should never take a sick or injured person to the nearest hospital. Instead, call an ambulance, describe the situation, and listen to the operator who'll tell you where to take the victim. Not every hospital has the necessary medications, specialists, or equipment, and transportation may prove too dangerous.
here's the bonus, how to correctly make an injection. At the start, disinfect your hands and the area where the injection will be administered. When making an injection into the buttocks, divide the muscle into four parts in your head. Quickly press the needle three quarters of the way into the upper right part to avoid touching the sciatic nerve. Once the procedure is finished, place some cotton wool swabbed in alcohol spirit over the area of the injection. Never make the injection into a tensed muscle, penetrating too far or too little into the skin.